Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. Up into the outside wall. He'll take Kyle Busch with him. Everybody now racing off the corner in a horrific crash on the final lap of the Daytona 500. Caution is on the speedway. Caution is on the speedway. We'll wait and see who was the race leader when the caution flag came out. Keep in mind, they have it frozen. As soon as the caution flag comes out, scoring freezes. And that's how it goes down, and that's why it was hard to tell who won. Because we don't know, if you're there especially. And even it took a little bit for the TV cameras to catch up on that front. Because Chase Elliott was pretty close. I think I heard Chase Elliott say, nah, I knew right away McDowell had won. He was, he was ahead. So. When they're in the car, they, they can see when you know the caution lights come, come up on, on the right track. Away. And a lot of people are upset that they didn't let him race back to the start-finish line. That's the way NASCAR used to do it. Yeah. But there are rules in NASCAR where safety cars can't go onto the track to help people in a wreck until the caution light comes on. So usually, if it was just a normal wreck behind them, they would let him finish because it's behind them. They're doing only one lap. They're going to be done. They're not going to get to him again. But because you saw the fireball, you saw a car go airborne, they deemed it, you know— Worthy. Worthy of throwing the caution to get the safety people out there as quick as possible. You can really tell. You could tell in the broadcast alone, I think, at least from my, my vantage point. And again, we're at the tracks where we're watching on TVs and we're listening as well, like outside. So it's, I, I don't know, sometimes I don't even know exactly what's being on TV. You know, last year, obviously, with the Newman wreck, you know, it happens as you, you see Hamlin taking off towards the start finish line and you see the flying and the kind of off to the side. And then this one, I mean, you just see the split, and then I followed the 34 as it kept going forward, thinking, you know, hey, this is the race to the flag. We're going to have to follow this thing. So it's it's interesting how, how that works sometimes. Brent Martin, awesome lane, Action Sports, Jack Stewart, Weber with us, too, our NASCAR guru. He was there uh, along with me at Daytona uh, yesterday, a long day it was. Michael McDowell, the Daytona 500 winner. All right, let's just long, long enough, by the way, to go get fast food Yes, we during, did. during the break. We talked, we talked about this a second ago during the break. Where'd you guys go? We went to Culver's. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's a Wisconsin thing. Yeah. Going those butter burgers. Yeah, they got, yeah. They got them popping up all over now. But yeah. the we made a – this was actually Weber. We made a calculated decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I do want to give a weather update. It's raining. significant and severe weather in the area, uh, depending on where you are. In Baker County, just got a tornado warning. Is that right, Weber? You see warning, warning means you, there's one on the ground. Yeah. So yeah. watch means it can watch develop. is in the entire area until 10 o'clock tonight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but there are warnings popping up um, around the area, uh, not in Duval as of yet. But I think in St. John's County, there was one uh, in the last hour, Putnam County, also Columbia County and now Baker County. So that'll tell you it's a very active uh, cell going on out there uh, right now. 104.5 FM, the place to go for your latest on the weather updates on the radio side, TV wise. CBS 47 and Fox 30 on the air right now with Mike Borish, First Lord Chief Meteorologist, and the weather team. So to get your latest, um, stay safe out there. There's some nasty, nasty weather on your drive home from work uh, right now. Uh, but, yeah, we, we – Stuart put together this plan. We You know, we had sat through a huge rain delay. Mm-hmm. And it, we're now like four or five hours into the delay. We got a little bit of a break in the rain. And so we said, all right. And it was dark out. It was dark out. We have television. To- so we're thinking here, we're like, okay, the race is going to get called. It's going to be Monday. Sure. And so we said, let's go tape our stuff. We would have taped it either way. So let's tape our stuff. 
for the show, Action Sports Jack's primetime. And with a Monday, with the races canceled, we'll see a Monday angle. This mm-hmm. is what happened today. We did it. Did three different things, ready to roll. And then we said, all right, we'll go to Culver's. Oh, yeah. Which is up an exit, essentially, from Daytona He's on the way home. Too. Mm. And we'll, Mm-mm. and when they call the race, we'll already be out of there and on our way home, baby. Mm. It's a smart plan. Sure. And those sons of guns wanted to get that race in in prime time. Last and it stopped night. raining. And it did stop raining. And the it, window. It, everything cleared out that was over by Lakeland. It, that was a, a threatening cell that just, you know, dissipated. And we were good to go. And in hindsight now, it was no problem. We went back to the track, finished off. It was kind of a long night, but that's yeah. okay. Well, you're that's what you sign up for. But yep. in hindsight, we're glad there wasn't a Monday because look what's going on. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have been fun. We would have been doing it all over again. And I think that was a big part of the reason they tried to get it in because they knew the forecast was iffy today and even tomorrow. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're at Daytona all week, but still. <laughs> we ought to run the Daytona so, sort on of Wednesday. That, sort of at Daytona all week. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so, hey, anyway, the, I was – Steph was uh, watching that last lap. Ty watches it this morning. He's asked me all these questions. These guys don't watch NASCAR much, you know, yeah. once in a while. But that, that, that's kind of race day total 500 is, right? Here it makes you yep. watch. Well, they're, like, just locked in on that last lap. Mm. The, the crash. And they're like, oh, my gosh, how do they survive? Like, all these questions, right? The questions that everybody's been asking for years, but um, they're asking them. And Coos comes up with this great point. It's like, I do, you anticipate the last lap at Daytona. The Daytona 500 and some of the other speedways, to be fair, but Daytona in this instance. You know something's going down. Like, you are disappointed if cars aren't crashing at the finish line. Mm-hmm. And the anticipation of that is pretty wild. Again, I'm a, I'm a very casual NASCAR guy, but I anticipate that. Like, that's what you hang around for. You know what's coming. And you don't know how many cars are flying and how much it's going to upset the line of cars. Logano, is it going to be that 12th place guy that comes in and, and, and cleans up the mess because he got through everything? You just have no idea. And I think that's cool in sports, right? When you have no idea, that's a pretty good thing in sports. You like that, yeah. Where does it rank? Like I, I put on this list, is it up there with some of these things in sports that we love at the finish, the, the two-minute drill at the end of a game when the game's in the balance uh, the final possession, a buzzer beater potentially in basketball, March Madness or the NBA uh, with a lot of significance. Overtime hockey in the playoffs potentially, which a lot of people would crown the top of any list. Oh, yeah. It is, but uh, you don't know how long that's going to last. True. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Uh, you, which yeah. is part of the fun for me. I always for like, sure. I love it when they go like oh, three, dude, three playoff, four OTs And deep. playoff hockey too, man. Oh, yeah. It's like you can't beat that. How about a walk-off home run, you know, or in, in, in extra innings in that kind of situation? Three, two, two outs, bases loaded, something like that. It doesn't even have to be a home run, really. It can be the home run. walk-off, yeah. I, I, do, I do think in this kind of conversation, I know horse racing isn't but neither is NASCAR to the masses uh, anymore. But the Kentucky Derby is one of those where everybody tries to tune in, it feels like, for those two minutes. You you might not watch six hours of coverage, but you tune in for those two minutes. I mean, is it on par with those kind of things? I mean, is that what the Daytona 500 in the last couple laps are like? I'll throw in, you know, the the world's biggest sport and the sport of soccer and the penalty kick shootout. Good point. Uh, Mm. You know, but the thing about, like, a penalty kick shootout or a walk-off or a two-minute drill – all these things, you don't know if you're going to have the opportunity to even get those things. True. Sure. NASCAR, you're going to have the last lap no matter what. That's a good point. It's coming. You know it is. Like, yeah, we went there at 9 o'clock in the morning yesterday, and we knew if they raced, and even when after they went to the delay and there were 15, 16 cars in that one crash, 
we knew even if the race was boring from here on out, we're getting a last lap situation at some point. <laughs> I guess the only way you really don't know is if after 100 laps, rain, rain comes and they call the race. Yep. That's like the only thing yep. that can upset that. That's a really good point. Like you anticipate it. Well, in this case, you anticipate it for about 14 hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a cricket match. Yeah. But it probably doesn't do anything for you. What's that? The NASCAR? Yeah. Uh, Even the final. Yeah. Like, nah. I mean, you're not locked in. You're in bed. <laughs> no, no. I mean, truth be told, I was actually watching some of the race, but then NXT TakeOver was going on. So, Stuart, there you, you go. can relate to it. I, would, I didn't see it. Yeah. And you never know who's going to win in that. Hey, <laughs> all I'm going to say is, did you see Adam Cole turning heel last night when he kicked Kyle O'Reilly in the face? No, Nobody I was, saw that I was coming. watching sports. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Hey, in case you didn't know, it was the number one trending thing last night on Twitter was Adam Cole. So Gosh. take it for how you want. All right. Take it for how you want. Now, but you will watch a walk-off home run. Of You'll course. watch some playoff baseball. You'll watch football, obviously. You like playoff hockey. Yes. I don't, think you, I don't think you well, tune into the Derby ever. The Kentucky Derby? Yeah. So I that mean, doesn't do anything nah, for you. Here's, not really, no. Here's the other side of it, though, is in terms of social media, which one's the one that people are going to go click on and look at the most? Like a buzzer be They're all, like, quick good, good call, social media. Last year's age, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. This That's a big part show of it. Right now, I like it. It's a good question. It's a good question. Like, what do you think? It's that's the most why, shareable stuff. Like, personally, that's why I think, like, an NBA buzzer beater is so big on social media. Maybe not necessarily in this conversation we're having, but on Twitter the next morning, you can go and watch every single buzzer beater that happened. The, the Dame Lillard one that just happened, Luca missed it. They show those, you know? I think what's – I'm going to bring it back to kind of what Stuart was saying, though. One, you know it's coming because you don't know that at the end of a game. And two, it's so unique. Mm. I mean, in the racing season, in, especially Daytona 500, is yeah. such, you know, it's, they call it the Super Bowl racing for a reason. It happens once. So it's once. Mm -hmm. it, the buzzer beater in college basketball and the NBA happen 140 times a year. Now, some are better than others, but they happen quite a bit. Like, you're, you're not going to go to bed every night in a week without seeing a buzzer beater, right? I mean, that's not yeah. going to happen. Same thing kind of with the college football and the NFL. I mean, you, you see an ending. Now, some more crazier than others, but you see an ending almost all the time. I would say the unique nature of that, that's a, that's a good question from a clickable standpoint. I do think even like like that Ryan Newman crash last year, I'm I don't know where it ranks on the clickables, but I gotta believe partially because well, of yeah. the unknown. I, well, I understand that the op the opportunity for that. But that was such a wild ride yeah. that I think everybody you don't have to be a NASCAR fan, you don't have to be a race fan, you don't have to be a sports fan. The wow well, factor in that is even, just off the charts. There, there's a reason people rubberneck at wrecks yeah. on the highway. It's true. Well, and even look true. at the the photo that came out, you know, from the last lap, you um, know, yeah, that, last night. We put it up on our social media because it's it's like there's flames and sparks and I mean that you don't get that with really other if, sports. If you're talking about that clickable highlight, I'm gonna click over to Austin Sport. And that's mixed martial arts. The yeah, no, the knockout the knockout in MMA, maybe for someone who doesn't want to sit through fifteen or twenty five minutes of a fight, or doesn't even understand, or it doesn't that get much. doesn't get. Well, that's the thing is that you're, maybe they won't get the mental side of of MMA and watching that develop in a fight. They sure as heck will get a dude so, getting hit on the button and yeah. hit the canvas. Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, Usman, like the first round of that fight, yeah. like I saw some of the highlights. I, I didn't see the fight, but yeah. I saw the highlights. Yep. I was like, holy cow, give me five more rounds of this. Yeah. Or whatever so, it was. Was it a three-round fight? Or, it would have been four. I mean, four more yeah, rounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this got posted in 2020, and it's the most 
clickable slash watched highlight according to CNN. Okay. Is it, is it Randy what? Johnson? You guys heard? No, I mean oh. it's it, it's from a, it's from high. the sport event in in 2019. And I'll tell you right now, you guys are never gonna get it. We're never gonna get it. You're never gonna get it. Sport well, event listen, if it's on, is Weber like is it darts or something? Because Weber watches darts all the time. No, keep on. This is the most popular awesome sports darts. clip highlight video of 2019. And you guys aren't going to get it. I'm going to say it's something from the X Games. No. Nope. Oh, boy. And to, to tell you the truth, it's it's funny that this got brought up. This was when we did our stay in your lane. I think this was my very first stay in your lane. Very first? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. It was like one of the very first videos I shared about the show. No, this wasn't the local, uh, what's her name, the soccer player? Uh-uh. No. No, it's a highlight. It's like a, okay, okay. This this person is performing. Well, their team or their this person in general, singular, could so be could the be, Red Bull thing. It could be a team or a singular person perform this thing. thing. No, it's not. Not a Red Bull thing. I have no idea. I don't know what it's gonna be. It's like a Travis Pastrana if you, thing. If you guys think about it, it, makes sense. It's it's gonna be January or February of 2019. Mm, let me see if I can look that up. Well, real how early quick. did you start staying in your lane? I guess yeah, you didn't start that at the beginning start. of the radio show. All right, fine. We're not gonna get All it. All right, come on. It's it's not a major sport is what you're getting at. Correct. Some can consider it. You can win a gold medal in it. Um, by the way, the, this video, uh, when it came out in a week, was shared over 102,000 times with was over 20 million views. The surfing? Was it, no. 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 The X, I mean, not the X game, but the uh, like the half pipe type. Nope. No. Not uh, White there. What's his no. name? Damn. Sean, Sean White. White. Sean White. Nope. Um, some skiing crash. Nope. All right. Go give it to us. Caitlin Owashi. UCLA gymnastics. The floor routine? Yes. Ah. The most, according to CNN now, really? I mean, take it for what you want, but it was the most watched um, sports clip of 2019, and it was reported last year in 2020. I remember you. Now, give me the, give us the, remind everybody what, why was it? So, because um, I honestly yeah. forget. So I remember well, you discussing yeah. it, now I can't remember. So it was why. a perfect 10. And those don't really happen that much in gymnastics, but it was like she incorporated a bunch of like modern music into it because traditionally floor routines are kind of like classical and yes, stuff. Yeah. And this girl's story is that she was on the Olympic team. Um, I guess there was a discrepancy with her weight, so she chose to walk away because she got into a big depression. Went to UCLA and then obviously put on for the you know the the, the Bruins gymnastics team. Um, so it was kind of like her coming back party so, on the floor. So it was a combination of story, story comeback, and also and unbelievable style. routine and style. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Who would have guessed it, right? I know, right? Nobody. But people Nobody like a good story. By the yeah. way, local segue: uh, Florida Gators, number one team in the country, beat number two LSU on Friday in gymnastics with oh the nation's gosh. highest score this year. Trinity uh, Thomas, I believe, is her last name, had a perfect ten as well as. Three other routines that were like a nine nine five and higher. Well, no, this, this is a surprising story yeah, because no, obviously Florida is really good on the balance beam. So, like, what did you see when you when you watched this thing? If you want to, if you want to get into it, I'm kidding. Well, I'm they did one on a floor. <laughs> that was a jump. One on a horse. One on a jump. One on a yeah. I thought we we're about to go down to this yeah. rabbit hole of gymnastics. I was ready to go there. I will say gymnastics was my favorite sport to cover when I was in college. Because every athlete was shorter than me. <laughs> and it was glorious. Just just towering over all the athletes. Every one of them was shorter than me. I hear you. 
It's a lot better than having six foot eleven Joe Kim Noah and me training my back to have to get a camera up into his face and Al Horford. It's all about Corey Weber Brewer. at the end of the day. It is all about his image. You gotta protect his image, Tell man. You what, man? Yeah. Uh, um, how about that? By the way, you can hear uh, Florida State versus Virginia tonight uh, here on ESPN six ninety. A little bit of live no, local loud. This is basketball. basketball. Live local sense. loud coming up at six uh, for a bit, and then hand off to uh, Florida State and Virginia, so a good hoop game on uh, your official Florida State stations here in Jacksonville for football and basketball, ESPN 690. Uh, Let's go some quick hitters. Who's going to fight? We said it. Yeah. How good, I mean, was it? Were you surprised at all? It it was super impressive. I was very surprised. Um, I thought that he could definitely get the win easily, but the way that he did it and the fashion that he did it with his striking and not so much his grinding out pace uh, was more of his power. And listen, it was a jab. Like, he didn't do anything special. I mean, okay. Yeah, he did something special. He knocked the dude out. But he did it with his jab. Literally the the most common punch, literally the, the very first punch that you learn in striking is the jab. And he utilized that better than I've seen a lot of guys use it utilize it lately so yeah i mean it was it was a shocker from how he got the job done and now comes the question what's next for him because he's kind of ran through the entire division call that hori mazvall again so get ready because you're gonna have your video on the radio <laughs> rope pop up yes. again for for a second time can't wait to see that one uh so burns i mean did you think for a minute when you were watching that fight you're like oh my gosh you're gonna beat him listen i'm not gonna lie i thought burns was gonna win um if you would ask me who i thought was gonna win the fight oh, I, I wanted burns it. yeah okay because uh in my opinion i thought burns had more power i thought he had a better skill set in terms of like listen they can both wrestle i think burns is the more decorated jiu-jitsu guy i think he's got more power striking is about even so i figured there's more way for burns to win that fight than uzman and if you go back to the first round burns actually catches uzman and kind of rocks him a little bit yeah. right um uzman obviously Good. Yeah, and and Joe Rogan always says this, and sometimes I'm kind of like, all right, Joey, but Joe Rogan says that he's mentally the toughest fighter in the entire UFC, Kamar Usman, and I think we saw that if you watch that fight on Saturday where, yeah, he was mentally tough. He, he kind of came through the storm a little bit and then put up the storm of his own. I am. I will say this. I, I, I don't buy the fight. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. But don't I, say you – I mean, uh, I watched it, though. Careful. Yeah, you guys both careful now. No, hey, no, I don't, don't even, no, I don't watch it in okay. that sense. I, okay, I don't I buy you. it. So, yeah. But, yeah. But I, watch out. That's that's too over. Uh, but the I I do kind of sit there at that time of night when I know it's coming on, yeah. and I kind of wait. I like refresh my Twitter nonstop to See wait for happening. the next highlight. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Like I really do. I, I know that's coming too. That's part of the reason probably I don't buy it because I know it's happening soon. Yeah. Um. But I, I I get into those fights like that. So what's the next one? <laughs> no, so the next one, uh, as far as like the pay-per-view is concerned, is the next fight in general. Well, what's the next fight I'm going to want to watch? Is there um, something coming up so, or no? So, Stipe got a fight coming up? No, that one's uh, a little ways away. Little ways away. The, the next fight coming up is going to be Derek Lewis, who's probably the biggest character in the UFC. Um, this is the guy that said that his so-and-so were hot when he was in the cage. Remember that story? <laughs> yes, I, yeah, okay. I can't really say what he said, but he said his so-and-so was hot, and then he proceeded to take off his MMA shorts yeah. and just kind of walk around in his briefs. So uh, he's taking on... I do before the show. Yeah, he's taking on a guy by the name of uh, Curtis Blades. But the next big fight, Brent, the next pay-per-view, that's going to be Style Bender taking on Jan Blachowicz. And it's actually going to be a th- three... Uh, the card is going to feature three title fights. So it'll be Amanda Nunez, you know who she is, taking on Megan Anderson, and then Peter Jan taking on all Jermaine Sterling. So it'll be three title fights in one card. All right, I got to ask you about this, man. Hit me with it. it. Ariel Hawani, Dana White, Gina Carano. Yeah. Uh, If you don't know the story, Carano uh, had insensitive Holocaust remarks. 
fired from the Mandalorian for them. Yes. Yes. Ariel Hawani, ESPN reporter. We've had on the show before. Yeah. Um, does a lot for MMA with ESPN. Yeah. Fired back, right? Was critical. Well, yeah. And, right? and, listen, and rightfully I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, as a uh, as a Jewish man, like, yeah, by all means, fire back. Please and, do. And then Dana White defended Carano. Yeah, who's, and, who's a former MMA fighter. And yeah. I can't, yes, and I can't, now actress. Act, no, actress, yeah. Uh, and I can't really, I don't think I'm allowed to say this word on the radio, what White called Helwani. Oh, yeah, but I they always say have had a back and forth anyway, right? No, listen, they've, they've always had a back and forth because Dana White actually banned um, for a while Ariel Helwani from coming to events because over some things that he said. Uh, I guess like he leaked out something, Dana okay. White got upset, and then he was banned for a while. Yeah, like listen, you know, that's who Dana White is, right? Like he doesn't, he doesn't care. really care what you think. Um, at the same time, though, like in terms of like sports reporters and MMA, I mean, Ariel Helwani is probably the biggest, right? And Listen, I respect Dana White for what he's done. Obviously, he's got a take-no-nonsense kind of attitude. He does what he wants, and guess what? He's been successful with it. Look what he did during the pandemic, all right? When everyone else was closed down, the UFC was still doing their thing. But I thought it was a little harsh towards Elio Hawani. And I guess people have spoken out, but that's the thing, Brent. Like, MMA fighters want to support Elio Hawani, right? They they want to have his back, but let's be honest. I think a lot of them are scared because, well, Dana White's the main man. If you If you upset Dana White, there's no telling what could happen to you. Well, so. and, and that's what, listen, that's what I'm, where I was going to go with it. It's really tough. That's a, that's an, Dana White has, we talked about this earlier in the show in a different yeah. con, I don't even want to mention names because it's a different context, but everybody needs checks and balances. No, no. And Dana White's a guy who really doesn't have anybody. Like yeah. there's nobody to check him. Yeah. And even the fighters can't check him nope. because he kind of rules what they do next. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, dangerous kind of slippery slope in that sense um and good for helwani has some folks you know backing him yeah but i don't know if it's going to stop dana white like no listen it's not gonna say because you know why there's no union man all right all these fighters are private contractors and they're just trying to make a living for their families um and i don't think anyone's gonna stand up to dana white like that which they probably shouldn't can you have long-term success in the sport though if it's for lack of a better word a dictatorship with somebody leading it you know, it's I mean, worked so far, Brent. You know, I mean, he's done it. He's done it for a while, and it's worked so far. So I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, unless a union comes around, I think he's going to be successful. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's a union, but more the rights of the fighters, right? Okay. Somebody that comes. I think about it again. That's going to sound bad, so excuse the comparisons yeah. that are jumping into my mind because all these situations aren't exactly the same. Yeah. So I don't want to mix that up. Yeah. But it's like like what Tony Khan has started with AEW. Part of the reason started it and has been successful is because the, uh, I think, tw- treats wrestlers better. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. that no, kind correct. of the story? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so could somebody come along and do that to the MMA? Well, they, they, I mean, they kind I, of do. Like Bellator is Bellator there. Is but known still, for that? The, the, it is. But it would be like, in my opinion, the UFC is like the NFL. Bellator is like the minor league of the NFL. And like it's still, it, you could get a lot of money from being a prize king. fighter, but it's UFC's king right MMA's now. king. MMA's king, yeah. Um, and, and in relationship with ESPN. Yeah, but also uh, another big uh, yeah. thing in this MMA social media real quick. So Cub Swanson, very respected, um, a very, you know, one of the pioneers of MMA, put this out on Twitter. I think all MMA media should be required to have three amateur fights to cover it. Thoughts. And this started a backlash <laughs> of MMA journalists coming out and saying why he's wrong and stuff like that. Wow. That was an interesting from Cub Swanson. I think you I should raise funny. your hand and say I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to stir up any waves, man. Hey, I don't right. want to stir up any waves. I'm in. I'm all right. qualified. So, 
old. Let's do it. I'll see you at ESPN <laughs> Saturday night. Stephen A. Smith, better watch out. <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. But, man, when you hit, what is that button you used to hit? Like the X button to, to accelerate? Austin Lane. I haven't played man in, like, ten years. Sorry, uh, we, sorry we let you down there. Uh, that was a major letdown. Yeah. I mean, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. He definitely dropped the ball, and that's the price that was going to be paid. And I think to some degree it's still a price that's going to be paid because when these guys get in front of him, I think they are going to confront him about why he would make this decision, particularly without consulting anybody and think that that was okay, specifically in regards to the times that we're living in, what we've just finished enduring over all of these months, how our society is supposed to be woke now more than ever before, and yet Urban Meyer still came out and behaved in a way that was indicative of some of the problems that black folks have been complaining about for decades. And that's unilateral decisions being made, clearly involving double standards, et cetera, et cetera, and that, you know what, you're just going to have to trust us. No, that's not the society that we're living in right now, and trust is not something that you're just going to be given by players. It's something that you're going to have to earn, and I think Urban Meyer took a step back in this direction. That is Stephen A. Smith. Listen, there's no other way to say it. I mean, it's just bad. It was a bad 72 hours for the Jags. And yeah. uh, I do want to ask this real quick about that. Uh, I don't think I got to this part. Is it done? I mean, like, what are the ramifications now, now that it's over? What, however we got to now, it's over, okay? We consider they've been lambasted. They got yeah. beat up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's right or wrong to go back. I think most people are glad that they went back on it. I think that was the temperature I took mm-hmm. and said, okay, Chris Doyle's not going to be with him. So now what? I mean, now is it – is that it? I mean, is that is, – are mean, there any leftovers from this? I wouldn't per se say like leftovers. Um, I feel like, you know, we haven't got the player's opinion yet. I'm not sure if that would ever come out. But the player's opinion could offer like another perspective of going forward. But I think for the most part now – um, you know, the, the the story maybe has ran its course. I think people will still kind of keep in the light a little bit. But it's like I said, I mean, the they let him go, right? So now, was, was it the right thing to do? In my opinion, yes. The fact he still brought him on, though, I mean, listen, it was just bad optics and it was bad an outlook from you. But now that they've moved on, and I think eventually, you know, I think the the national media will move on. Um, and I think it's not going to be a story until it's a story again. Once, like I said, if a player comes out and says something, then we're back to square one again. Yeah, well, which could very well happen. Yeah, I mean, who they, knows? they might say something, but yeah. I mean, I don't know what there's to, there is to say. When, when we talk to a player in two months, say it is, or a month, yeah. or whatever it is, we're going to be like, hey, what do you think what about you think the about Jags it? hiring and then firing? Like, yeah. there's really not – I don't know if there's a lot of substance left to well, that no. question. If we had Josh Allen on today, what do you think about this whole situation no, 72 see, hours ago? But, Brent, you can see how this is going to go, though. You know, and I don't think it's not going to come from us, but someone could ask, hey, what did you think about Urban Meyer bringing on, you know, yeah. this guy from Iowa? And if the player truly speaks his mind and says, I, th- I think it was dumb or whatever, or do you trust Urban Meyer after that? You know, like yeah, there's, maybe there's a question there, there's there. some verbiage up there that can really bring this thing to a head still and really make some headlines here. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm just saying we still haven't heard the player's perspective. Yeah, that'll be interesting to watch. I, I, yeah. I think now, here's what I think changes. I don't really think it's the outside that changes. I think what happens is the inside changes. Hmm. I think the Jags, ears are up. I, I think the Jags internally, Urban Meyer. His staff, maybe it's the PR staff. Again, I'm just looping everybody in. I'm going to put the Jags, okay, from top down. They now double-check and vet 
and and discuss every move they make. What does it look like? Mm-hmm. You know, especially one with any level of controversy. Mm-hmm. You know, if they are going to bring a player in, keep in mind now the Jags brought players in last year with some questionable backgrounds. Sure, they were a, a fullback and shoot, who else was it? I thought there were two. I thought there were two guys with some questionable things. Um. Well, didn't Gatsas get in trouble at UCF? Okay. I think it or was, was it. Was it Gatsas? I, I don't want to put him. I yeah, have I said know. That. Hang on. Yeah, just, let me just. But it's okay. Either way, well, they brought, uh, yeah. Let me just check it. Well, you can quick, correct man. the Gatsas yeah, yeah, part, yeah, yeah, but yeah. my point is they brought some folks in. Yeah. Um. That had some checkered pasts. Correct. And uh, that could still happen with players. Is my point. You can yeah. bring in players that have checkered pasts. Will that raise a flag? Will that raise questions? Will Will that spark some interest will be uh, something to watch um i couldn't yeah i couldn't find anything off the top of my head but okay yeah so he, he was arrested on a on a pretty serious sexual assault assault charge i'm not sure what back in college he came with that back in college yeah though. yeah, yeah, I, think yeah. You're, I, I thought yeah. you were right on that yeah, yeah but i don't want to you know i don't want to put someone's name out there if it's not true obviously but, so. uh, okay the riddle on twitter today I mean, this should open the show to tell you the truth, but it's okay, though. I mean, well, you opened the show. I did, and I said I'm going to wait for you to get here just to make sure I could open it with it, but then the, we went uh, down some other rabbit hole. So what is going on? And yeah. Listen, I'm a bad jersey guy, uniform guy. Sure. I'm like, come on now. I mean, what is the primary color? What should the primary color be? Oh, is is I just put on our, right. our feed, blank is primary. Yeah. Fill in the blank, Austin Lane. Yes, what yes. is the Jags' primary color going to be? It's going to be teal, Brent. The correct answer we're looking for is teal. So go ahead and go daily double, and I'll take that as well. Maybe because that's one of those sound effects. That's all right, man. I can just do it myself. Yeah, it's close enough. Sounds like me playing Pac-Man. Yeah? New high score? What's up? No, I'm saying. Did you get a new high score? Uh, I have. Uh, I'm up to ninety-two thousand. I, mean, I guess that's good. That's I don't know. pretty good. I feel like a, I feel like a real ball could over two hundred thousand. But no, I want to. If I get there. six figures, you'll know on Twitter. Don't worry. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. So anyway, so this morning I noticed that uh, you know the official Jacksonville Jaguars Twitter, which they don't follow me. It's not a big deal though. It's not like I played for you guys, but it's okay. Um, I obviously follow them, and they released this interesting. Well, what would you describe it? It looks like an album cover, right? And it's. Uh, it's yeah, parental advisory. Yeah, well, it says parental advisory Duval content, but it, it looks like an album cover. That's the image. That's the image. What yeah. did the text say? And I saw that and said, you already know. And I saw that. I'm like, hmm, interesting. I didn't really think too much of it. And then all of a sudden, they kept on releasing these album covers. The next one was Colin Johnson with the one-handed grab in training camp. Uh, and it said, rise. Hmm. And then it was another album cover. And then it was against all odds with Miles Jack in the next one. And now I'm starting to become a little peculiar. I'm like, okay, what is, what is going on here? Because like I looked it up, it's not National Album Cover Day or anything like that. So I'm like, what is? And then I kind of like Google the like, the NFL teams. Like you know, I Google the Packers. Are the Packers doing this album cover? No. Are the Texans? Well, no. They're a dumpster fire. They have other things to worry about right now besides album covers. So I noticed that Jacksonville is the only team that is doing this. And then all of a sudden they they made the classic mistake, Brent. And this is where I caught on. They, they released one with Dwayne Smoot. Now, we're, we're, we're big Dwayne Smoot guys, right? We like him. Smoot's good. But let's be honest. He's a free agent. And they released one that said, it's Smoot Gang. And it's it's and then hashtag Smoot Gang. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why don't you just put hashtag Smoot Gang? What do you mean, it's Smoot Gang? Like, to me, that just 
it was kind of like a double negative. Didn't make much sense at all, right? So I click on the picture, and obviously it's another album cover. I'm like, okay, so something's happening right now. And it just so happened at this exact moment, Brent, I'm watching, and this is way past your jurisdiction, but I'm watching an anime called Full Metal Alchemist. And then in this anime, they speak in code. And they're in the military, they speak in code. And all of a sudden, like, the way they're speaking code, I'm like, huh, I wonder if Jacksonville here is trying to tell us something without really trying to tell us something. Because these pictures make no sense. Posting Dwayne Smoot, who's a free agent right now, who's not officially on your roster, doesn't make any sense. What does this mean? And then I think back to, and you might have heard of this guy before. I'm not sure. This guy's name is Dilla. You know him? I've heard of him. Heard of him, right? Yeah, he's he's kind of big on Twitter and stuff. Okay, well, <laughs> so is, is it one star review for you? Yeah, yeah. A, 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 one, yeah. wouldn't recommend from Brett Martin a so one star. You should star. do like you could do like uh, social media reviews. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> so don't have a hat. So so a one star from Brett Martin. Yeah. By the way, yours cover photo in case you didn't notice. Yeah, on, on Twitter. Hope you're proud of yourself. And I remember what he did. And he would uh, he would basically tweet out these random things, these cryptic tweets. And then if you connected the first word in each of those tweets, they spelled out something. So lo and behold, I go to Dwayne Smoot and I see, okay, so we got I, we got M, we got A, we got R, and we got Y. Starting to look like primary. Well, then what do they do next? They release another one with the R, and then they really try to cover it up with the personal update. Senior personnel executive Tom Gamble and director of player assessment Ryan Stamper have joined our staff. That was actual Bre- news. Breaking news. Personnel I mean, update. Tom Gamble. Ryan Stamper? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. That was good. That actually sounded like that shooting. What's a... What's the shooting game? Not Pac-Man. Uh, it's usually on the same thing, though. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm only 33 years old. Though, the asteroid so stuff. Asteroid? Asteroid. Asteroid? Yeah. Asteroid. Yeah. Uh, asteroid. There you go. We'll go with it. Right? Yeah. That's where you shoot stuff and they're yeah. coming after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got the guy at the bottom of the screen and you can remove like, it. I felt like there's like 50 of those games, <laughs> yeah, though, like where, you're, where you're shooting from the bottom of the screen <laughs> blowing stuff up. So, yeah. So, listen. So primary was the was was the word then, and now all of but a sudden they released it backwards, right? Oh, there was yeah. Well, come on, Brent, you got to release good. it backwards because listen, the way you read it is you have to read it straight, straight down. down. Now good you call. try to release one today on our show, I know, and obviously, I it up. and obviously that backfired, right? <laughs> because. <messed> <laughs> And I knew you were going to mess it up, but I didn't want to say anything. I, I told you had your phone. Listen, I told, I, I, so I was just putting A-S-J-A-X, yeah. but I forgot. I, I capitalized Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, I'll be honest, though. I think Chris I, didn't get it anyway. I didn't, well, when you said don't capitalize March Madness, I took both M's and put them down. So I might have even messed it up no, more. No, both M's should have come down, but so should have Trevor. And then the yeah. only capital uh, letters would have been A-S-J-A-X. Hey, hey, you know what, Brent? <laughs> Code's not for everybody, man, all right? Leave this to the experts, all right? Leave this to the professionals, I tried, right? I tried. This is, hey, this is why Dylan's got a hat and you don't. <laughs> anyways, anyways, in the past two hours now, Breton, taking place 25 minutes ago, they released another cryptic message, oh. this time with DJ Chark, and now we got Miles Jack again. And the first one says, it's up there and it's stuck there. DJ Chark catching a ball against the Chicago Bears. And then we got Stay Hungry. Uh, Miles Jack is. So now we got is primary. So it so begs the question, the fill in the blank, what is primary? It's got to be teal. Black. Listen, if if it's really going to be black as primary, I'm not going to lie. I'm putting my transfer papers in. Like, if, if, if you're really going to tease me as a franchise that I cover and you're going to put black as primary because we've had black as primary for a while now, uh, I'm leaving. It's going to be teal as primary. Teal is going to be the primary color for your Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Will that fire people up? R.I.P. to Alex Trebek. Uh, yeah, I think so. 
I think that, listen, we always talk about how teal is so important to this franchise, right? It's what we identify with. I think making it a primary color is only going to get people excited. I don't think that would mean like uniform change or anything like that. They've got teal. No, I don't think uniform change per se, but I think in terms of you see the teal jerseys a lot more than you have in the past. I think, right? Because there's not a limit. You can wear it. there's some rule. There's some rules. Uh, I get, I'm so bad at this. Really, mustard bad. is primary. <laughs> mustard is primary. Mustard is primary? <laughs> Question mark. That would oh boy. That would be outstanding. Hey. You want to talk about a week of bad optics? <laughs> Go and put mustard as primary and see what happens. And uh, hey, Meyer can, isn't going for that. The no. M is silent. Remember. Can, can, can you imagine that the next tweet that comes out from Jacksonville? Do you see what we're doing? And it's like the D. Well, what other colors got the D in it? We're talking about the mustard. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's happening. But yeah. if you're primary uniform, you're going to wear that most likely more often than not. Yeah. So, and then you can have your special days. But there's there are maximum – you can wear certain uniform combinations a maximum amount, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think the jersey um, is going to be teal and then the trousers in honor of Ryan O'Halloran, I believe, right? Trousers, yeah. yes. I think the trousers could be – Former up friend of the show. I'm oh, sorry, former friend. We had, yeah. we had him call on a couple times. Right? Yeah, it's been okay. a while. Oh, okay. You guys okay? Hey, you guys all right? I guess. Yeah, I What's up? <laughs> you want to talk about? Okay. We Dang, haven't talked wrestling in a while with, uh, with uh, O'Halloran. Okay. I have I crossed the line there or something? My bad. <laughs> Brian, hope you're doing good. I guess Brent could care less about you. Um. So, okay. Well, we'll see if you're right. Oh, Brent. You're right. It's cute. It's cute. No, I'm definitely right. I'm definitely right. <laughs> How mad, how mad, and trust me, I was I put it on Twitter, right? I kind of leaked it a little bit. How how mad are they now? Did, did, were you a part of this um, to plan for Teal being primary like you were with the Detroit Lions hiring process? Brent, I'll be honest with you, I have. <laughs> can we claim? No, no, go we, ahead. Can we claim that we were subliminally telling them to make it Teal with the backs of our chairs? I mean, Kuz, but do you want to get in the whole aqua teal debate no, not again? Really, because Kuz, I mean, Kuz just called this did teal. Did you just do that? It's cl- It's okay. It's a color of blue. We were putting it in their heads to. I try, Brent, I try so hard, man. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Brent, I mean, I try, I try to have. Kuz, Brent, Kuz, are you colorblind? Please Brent. admit, right now you're colorblind. Just say it. No. Yes. Brent. yes. Brent. Say yes. Save Brent. the show, Kuz. Listen, I'm telling you right now, you always make it a habit for me to be who I am and not be professional just be, and speak my piece. But it's, I'm trying real hard right now not to say something I'm going to regret to Kuz. But the fact that he thinks these back of these chairs are teal. Kuz, not even close, man. We were putting the thought in their head with a similar color. By the way, the background for Casey Musgraves is why he wore that. That's got a better chance of being teal yes, than, yes. That, than the back of the it's, chair. It's very close, man. Come on, Coos. Hey, Coos, you're better than that. Coos. Coos, you, you, you're better I than that. I thought it was Coos, good. Stuart, have you been hey. hanging out with Mayor Santini? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go out to hang Stuart, out with the mayor. Stuart, where are you at, dude? I, what, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say now. I'm so flabbergasted. Really off the rails. But at the end of the day, yeah, Coos, I think uh, Teal is going to be primary. Oh, to answer your question, did I have any kind of influence on this decision? Brent, the only time the Jacksonville Jaguars reach out to me is, what's up, you coming to training camp or not? You coming to cover training camp? Meanwhile, the Detroit Lions, Austin. Next head coach, what do you want? Hey, Mark Brunel, what do you think yeah, about him? Nice hire, Mark Brunel. Yeah. Good job. You're welcome, Mark. I got you, man. Hey, UCF fires uh, Gus Malzahn. I think that's a great get. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, Malzahn. He's but, beat Saban before. But to that's go, impressive. To go from what the, Scott Frost, yeah. who did a great job, to Heupel, who did a good job, but I don't think fans were enamored with him. 
And that's tough to back up what Frost did, especially those big years, national championship year. Yeah. But now to land Gus Malzahn after he got fired at Auburn, you never like to get the fired guy, but it feels different. I think that's a pretty good move. Absolutely. Now, hopefully Gus Malzahn keeps that offense cooking because one thing he couldn't do at Auburn, the offense didn't seem like it cooked. That's Not what wrong. he is. Yeah. So you better be who you are. Yep. I agree. But that's an interesting hire. Good for them uh, uh, to get used to get it's, uh, uh, on. it's a huge name. I think in terms of recruiting, it helps out. Yeah. Couldn't ask for a better hire. All right. Uh, we've got uh, Florida State Virginia hoops tonight. Uh, coverage starts at 630 on ESPN 690. Live local loud coming up. I'll see you on CBS 47 and Fox 30 as well. I can't wait for the final reveal. All I have is blank is primary. Yes. That's all I've got. Show me T.O. for 500. Boy, if it doesn't begin with L this next tweet. If it I begins mean, with Jags, Twitter is going to go bananas. Out. If it begins with with D, I'm going to freak out because it's, it's going to be red or mustard. Don't don't even mention red. mustard. <laughs> I don't know. Red is primary. Red, red, red is a primary Ohio color. State colors red, down. Red is a primary color. I don't know. I see Jaguars Twitter. Nice try though. Nice try. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow at three. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.